what's going on? It's your girl, Simply Bree. And that B. All right, and that B. Um, listen, I hope you guys are ready for an amazing show tonight. Um, as always, we're bringing you the fire. We're bringing you the conversations that people really try not to have, but we have them anyways. So tonight's topic, what are we talking about, Betty? Is we're going to be talking about equally yoked while dating. Equally yoked while dating. So yeah. if you haven't done so already, please make sure that you have subscribed to the YouTube channel. He said what network as well as he said what relationships. Um, the relationships channel is all about relationships. We have the he said what show. We have the she said what show. And of course, we have the Simply Bree and That B show. So Make sure you're hitting that subscribe button, hitting the notification bell so that you receive an update, a notification whenever we go live and whenever we upload new material. So I know I'm ready to get started. Betty, are so you ready to get started? You are. Yes. All yes. right. Well, I guess let's go. Let's go. tell you that music sounds like something serious is about to happen and of course it is it's like in a it's like the apocalypse is about to happen right, <laughs> like, like, dun -tura, dun -tura, dun -tura. the final stages <laughs> oh my goodness gracious so yes as you guys heard um i am your girl simply brie and i am that b and we are talking that about equally yoked while dating so i guess before we get into the topic. Um, we can always just talk about our day. Man, it's raining right now. What is the weather like out there? In Miami? Yeah. Girl, you don't want to know. Do you really want to know? It's been 80 and sunny today. Craziest weather because, as you know, from my complaining to you about my lack of heat in the house during the weekend because it was like 30 degrees at night, now it's 80 degrees today. So oh. you really just have no idea when you wake up in the morning, um, obviously, unless you've watched the news or whatever, but you really kind of, you got to be ready for winter weather, for summer weather. It's like at this point, I don't even know. I, I can never get over the congestion I have because I'm always like freezing at night and then it's hot in the day. And so how do you know that's how it is in Miami? How do, you how do I not know? No, how do you not get sick? I do. I'm just saying I'm still congested. Um, as I mentioned to you earlier, I've had like a migraine all day. I've been just dealing with it. But um, I think in part it has to do because it, the funny thing is, is that until midday, it was like in the 70s. And then all of a sudden it just, yes. So then I, I like took Norbit out in the morning and it was chilly. Oh, so stuff that like name. that, stuff like that always gets me sick. Um, so yeah, I mean, it does suck because you're like from hot to cold and it's so such extremes. Yeah. 
that, yeah, you end up getting sick and you're always congested or you always have a cough and, you know, me getting over the yala, the vid, um, mm. COVID uh, not so long ago, this isn't helping because then, you know, I did find out that there's this thing called long COVID. Long. Which women mainly get. Have you heard about that? No. <clears throat> it's supposedly it hits women the most, but it's it's that you have these symptoms up to six months after. I believe it. Recovering. Yeah. I definitely believe and I've, it. Right? So, yeah, that's how I'm doing. And, you know, I had the... I had the whole issue with my car, when my battery died, I had to go on a mission to yeah. do all that, but finally I did it and I'm proud of myself because I got to do it all by myself, even though you know I had a moment, but you know why I had the moment, mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, is it Friday yet? That's how I feel. <laughs> Dude, like, it's not Friday. Um, this week has definitely been a trying one. First off, happy Black History Month, okay? Today. Oh, hey. Well, okay. it's only day two. It's only day two, though. But yes, it's day three. Definitely. It's day, it's day three. three. Yeah, today's the third. Today's the third. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, sorry. Day I three. need you to know that at least it may not be Friday, but it is <sighs> the third. Yes. Girl, I've had a headache all day, honestly. Oh, my goodness. So, and you know what's funny? For work, I need to know the date because of my deadlines. <laughs> I, yeah, it's the third. Oh. Something sad though. I do know it's the third. Yes. Because while I was working, my parents' anniversary was February fourth. Oh, that's tomorrow. And tomorrow is the fourth. So yeah. every maybe that's why I kind of have it blocked out. Because every time I would look at the date, I would be like, "Oh man, I got this due tomorrow. It's on the fourth. And I would be like, "Ah, oh, February fourth. Yeah. And like, yeah. I kind of want to call my mom, but I don't because. She doesn't even really want it after my dad passed. She doesn't really want to talk to people about that or anything mm -hmm. that has to do with that. Right. So around, you know, they were going to be married probably 52 years at this point. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm sure she doesn't want to, you know, deal with people. Right. Yeah. Just like, oh, so I kind of did know tomorrow was the fourth. Yeah. Um, I mean, but. yeah, the fourth. Uh, um. Yeah, yeah, it has this, it has this uh, memorable uh, moments for you with that. So, yeah, yeah. well, it's the third today. Uh, we're not there yet. Yeah. We're, it's the third. And, um, <laughs> yeah, man, happy happy Black History Month to everyone, um, whether you're watching live, whether you're listening, whether you come back later and, and check us out. Either way, um, you know, definitely celebrate it. It's supposed to be really something that you celebrate every day. Um, but, you know, we're going to take this these days that we get and, um, yeah, we're going to enjoy it. So my day, my week. So I actually went back to work Wednesday after being on vacation since last Friday. And... Oh. I had, um, you know, even though I was vacation, I still did a lot of working. Um, so I don't really think that I, I, I guess you can say I enjoyed it, but for the most part, it was just a lot of making sure that things were taken care of that needed to be. Um, I wish I would have actually gone somewhere and, you know, just relaxed, but, you know, I have more vacation time for that. So, 
I'm excited. Um, I'm definitely excited to be traveling. I, I, I hope to travel soon, um, whether it's with yeah. work or whether it's just for myself. Um, I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to traveling and visiting a couple of states and um, putting my feet in some sand. I need some warm weather, some warm, consistent weather because Ooh. Atlanta is bipolar, as everybody already knows. Um, it was like 70 today. And tomorrow's supposed to be oh. 53. Oh. oh, I think we are getting a cold front as well. So that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Because if you were in the 70s and we're in the 80s, yeah. Yeah. I know. It makes no sense. Make it make sense. Yeah. Um, so I am actually, I'm just excited about tonight's topic because I feel like it's a... It's an important one. It's that whole, what do you bring to the table? I am the table. I am the fruit. I am the house that the table goes in. It's that type of conversation. Now, I honestly feel like I would love to have a male come up and just converse with us in regards to this topic so that we can get a male's perspective as well. Um, so if there are any men out there who would be interested in joining us, definitely I'm going to put the link in the chat. Um, please go ahead and make your way to the link and join us. So for the most part, um, equally yoked, what is equally yoked? What do you think of when you hear equally yoked and dating all in the same sentence? Well, I had to ask you mm -hmm. to define yoked for me because that's actually never, I've never used that term before. Mm -hmm. So I know you told me it had to do with just that, that, you know, what the person brings to the table. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I don't see it as much as something financial mm -hmm. or maybe something that's due to material things. But are you because, you know, you could be at a point in your life where you might have an equal type of financial situation and then, you know, stuff happens, somebody gets laid off, somebody gets fired, and then you're no longer in that situation. But can they still support you mentally, um, physically, no, I'm just joking, mentally, emotionally, um, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, and to me, since a lot of times I've been a little bit more financially stable than some of the men I've been with, um, it's sometimes more important. I'm not worried about, can you pay my bills? I'm worried about when I'm going through it, can you be there? Or are you more worried about your football game? Or are you more worried about hanging out with your guy friends? Because you don't want to have to deal with the heaviness of the relationship. Right. So can you bring, and, and I'm a ride or die type of girl. So <laughs> Can you do for me what I can do for you in that aspect? To me, that is very important. Right. Um, and then, you know, if it becomes a situation where we're talking something financial, of course that helps. I know when we discussed it, you also mentioned, well, Betty, it also has to do with, you know, do they also need to have, like, if you have an apartment, they have to have their own place to live as well. Mm -hmm. um, I, yes. 100%. Nothing sucks more. And I mean, again, people could have different situations, especially in Miami, where a lot of people live in multiple family homes. Right. Um, 
but should you have, and I'm 47, mm-hmm. I know your, your age too, because I don't want to say your age, you can say your age. At our ages, at our ages, Brie, really? Do you want to go, first of all, do you want to be the one that has to go pick up the guy? Because he doesn't have a means of transportation. Mm-hmm. No, it shouldn't be that. Um, again, you could be in a situation where at the time you don't have a vehicle. In Miami, you need to have a car to right. get around. It's not like New York where you could take the subway or whatever. So if you're mm-hmm. in the circumstance where you're like in Chicago or New York where you don't really need, you could use public transportation, that's different. Right. But in Miami, no. I don't care if you, well, I do kind of care if you have a hoopty. I would hope that they're, that they have some sort of determination and strive in their life where they don't have one. But again, stuff happens. You could have one. The whole point is be accountable and responsible that you do have that. And then when you take me to your house or a crib, have it be your own. Don't let it be that you are living with your moms, Mm -hmm. your pops, uh, your brother, your sister, because I think we've discussed this topic a little bit before. Mm-hmm. And we've all agreed it's not about that you can't be in a situation at the time, but if that's your situation, you shouldn't be dating. Mm-hmm. You should be more focused, right? I think we discussed this one time, right? They should be more focused on getting their, their stuff life. together. Exactly. Then okay. bringing me to their, you know, efficiency. Right. I'm done with you. But, yep, you've seen some really nice efficiency, so I ain't gonna lie. Um, but that was that was you know back home in Connecticut, and that was my brother's place. Yeah. So it wasn't like actual. Oh. Um, yeah. For me, uh, being equally yoked is: do you match my vibes? Do you match? Are you the yin to my yang? Now, I'm yeah. not expecting everything to be on the same level because we all go through different walks in life at different times within our lives. But like you said, like if I'm having an emotional moment, are you able to calm me? Are you able to help me take the emotional um, emotional side out of it and think rationally? Like that's that's what's more important to me because we can always get materials together anyways but i need to know where your head is at because when these materials are gone i'm left with you so (laughs) i'm left with you (laughs) so like if i'm in a relationship yeah if i'm in a relationship with you and you're always thinking negative then guess what? Mm. You're going to attract mm. that negative energy. You're going to put yes. that into the universe. So now I'm going to be going through hardships because of what you put out there. Right. Is the glass half empty? Is the glass half full? Like, which one is it? Right. So for me, equally yoked is like, can you keep me sane in moments where there's nothing but pressure and stress around me? Like, and can I do the same thing for you? Like, if I recognize that you're a leader, then that means that I need to be okay allowing you to lead and me being submissive and, and you know, just trusting in your judgment. Can I do mm-hmm. that? Do you bring that out of me? Like, right. now, we can definitely go to the materials because, yes, I would definitely want someone, if I have my own place, 
I want somebody that has their own place. I think it's only fair. Right. Like right. everything for me is if I got it, I want someone else who has it. Um, now I understand, like you said, people go through situations where um, they may lose a job or they may lose their place. That is when you take that time to pull yourself back up before you get into right. the playing field. Like you should not be yeah. trying to date. And I know somebody out there is going to be like, oh, well, so you so you mean to tell me because somebody ain't got no job, they shouldn't be dating? No, they shouldn't be dating. You can have friends. How? How do they pay for the date? I mean, like, how do you get yourself there? And if if you choose to take money to get an Uber to meet me out somewhere, even if we're not eating, versus mm. paying a bill, I have a problem with that. Right. Like, I rather you be working on getting back on your feet because guess what? All these places, it ain't going nowhere. It'll be here. Yeah. So yeah. that's just that's just how I feel. So I like what um, Queen said. She says, and it could be equally yoked as in partnership, commitment, faith. Yes. Have yes. you ever attempted to date someone who did not have the same religious belief as you? Yes. So I will share something mm -hmm. which some people that know me well know this. Some people do not. Because mm -hmm. I didn't, I don't promote what I'm doing in a relationship with most people. If you happen to know, you know, and if you don't, you don't. Mm -hmm. So I, I was at one point um, with a Rastafarian for over seven years. Mm -hmm. And that was interesting because I'm me. <laughs> I mean, at the time my hair was dark and everything. So it wasn't because I think even when I started to lighten my hair, when he did see me, he was like, hmm, um, because they're more, everything is about you have to be natural. And so the fact that I would put dye in my hair was upsetting to him. Mm -hmm. But um, that was, it, it wasn't so crazy as I thought it would be, but it, it did take a lot of getting used to because, for example, he didn't want to, when we first started dating and I had to get used to the way things were, he wouldn't kiss me if I had had meat that day, definitely yeah. pork. Yeah. Um, and Cubans eat a lot of pork. So I had to start changing certain things about me to accommodate um, his beliefs. Right. Which I did not mind because for me, if I wanted to be with him, especially the whole eating pork thing, I didn't mind eating cleaner. Mm -hmm. um, and I get the whole concept of why not eating pork. Mm -hmm. um, everything was really good between us. We would get along well when I did have issues. He was somebody I could go to. The only thing that for me was something that we always clashed on is the whole polygamy situation. Oh. Um, they're polygamists. Uh, so at least most of the ones I know, mm -hmm. um, can they choose to be in a situation where they are with one person? Of course, but their standard belief is that it is okay for them to have more than one woman. Mm -hmm. um, so that actually is what 
kind of had me at the end decide this is not the path for me because I am, as you know, Brie, I am, for me, polygamy is not the way to go. Right. Um, I'm more of a one man type of woman and I expect the man to do the same. And I think that was the other thing that bothered me about that. Mm-hmm. It's not okay for me to have another man, but it, it was okay for him to have more than one woman. Right. Um, even though I was the main woman, but to me, that's irrelevant. Right. <laughs> Whether I'm the main or the second or the third or the fourth or the fifth, the fact there's that times where I'm not getting that attention. Yeah. So it's a no for me. Yeah. Um, so I have been in that situation. Hmm. Um, my ex-husband grew up as a Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. And his beliefs were pretty strict as well. Um, by the time I got with him, it was something where he had already been out of the religion for a while, but his whole entire family was still um, Jehovah's Witnesses. So when we dealt with his family, it was dealing with that type of mentality and their beliefs. Um, I loved his family to death. They became my family and they accepted me and they didn't expect me to take on those beliefs. They respected the fact that he was like, look, I'm not into that anymore. And my wife is not into that. So, you know, if you're going to be part of our family, just like we are going to be part of yours, you guys have to be willing to accept that. And they did. Um, And to this day, I still talk to my ex-in-laws because they're like my second set of parents um, since I was with them for so long. Um, But it it was something where it took some getting used to in both situations. So yeah, I actually, I have been through that. in a perfect world, would I have wanted somebody that was raised with my beliefs? Of course. But I'm also Cuban. So my my mom's idea of being Christian or Catholic isn't necessarily what, you know, Latins are different kinds of people. So right. it's not necessarily what someone that is, you know, American might think. Um mm. So I don't know if you've ever been to Spanish mass, but it's a whole experience. <laughs> no, it sounds like it's long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like all day. Um, no. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, have you, have you ever? I have actually. Um, and it was yeah. interesting. It was interesting because he was um, a Moor, a black Moor. And so to What's him. What's a Moor? So to I him, don't know what that is. I'm so, ignorant. So to him, like. The what woman, is it? The one I'm telling you, the woman oh, oh. is the God. Like they worship the woman. You are the creator of life of earth. You birthed earth. Like okay, yes. So they would basically worship you. Um, they um, what do they call it? Um, uh, what do they call it? for those who who know about the whole more um background uh. Not polygamy. What's the word? Um, it's a word that starts with P, and they're describing like the white, the white um, holidays, like Christmas, like pagan. Pagan, yes. Oh my gosh, I never heard so much about pagan this, pagan that when I was dating him, 
And I would hate, we were following each other on Facebook and I would hate to, to like see his post because it was always making fun of like Santa Claus and saying, you know, how people are ignorant to believe this person and all of this and that and the third, right? But the interesting thing was like, he never forced his beliefs on me. I didn't force my beliefs on him. I respected, you know, what you say, how you feel. That's how you feel. It has nothing to do with me and vice versa. Mm. And so he has a daughter and I remember, um, you know, he was raising his daughter to practice the same lifestyle. Like she, he, did, he wouldn't celebrate birthdays. He wouldn't celebrate mm. Christmas. And so when he would get her and I was there, um, I remember one time in particular, which made me feel so special. Um, he let me throw her a birthday party. Uh -huh. like, yeah. I think, I think she was trying to like, 10 or 11 and he let me throw right. her a little small birthday party at the house and it just meant the world to her and you know i was just thankful that he you know opened up his eyes to that granted we weren't exchanging gifts on christmas or anything like that um but yeah. you know the fact that he stepped in to the, my world i guess you can say and allowed me to share that moment with his daughter was very special to me um, but for the yeah. most part, I mean, it was just, you know, I just didn't like the things that he would say on his, uh, his Facebook and he's still the same way. Um, mm. but yeah, he wasn't like, he wasn't forceful with his, his following or his belief. Um, yeah. so it's interesting when you talk about the polygamy and, um, monogamy, that is also something that I really couldn't get with. And thankfully he wasn't like that, but. Um, I, I laugh at people who, I laugh at guys. And let me first, let's just put this disclaimer out there. I love you, men. I absolutely love you. I am not a man hater. I'm not a man eater. Um, I'm not a man basher. I love men. I absolutely adore you guys. If you look at the other shows that we have on the network, you'll see we love men. Um, the guys that- I know I do. <laughs> the guys that I find interesting when it comes to polygamy are the ones who are like, yeah, yeah, I should uh, be able to have like four wives and, and you know, I, I don't need to settle down. I wasn't put, our culture was not built on um, being with one woman. But then when you're like, okay, so how is your household going to function? How is this going to run? Like, are you paying everybody's bill? Oh, no, we're going to live under one roof. And, you know, we're going to put all our money in together. I got questions. Um, you, If you have five wives, you should be able to afford five wives. Not your wives collectively afford one another. Hmm. That defeats the purpose of you being there. Like, um, so when they approach me with that um, perspective, I find it interesting. Um, and to yeah. me, I feel like it's just, you really are just looking to be able to openly sleep with whoever while you're in a relationship. Basically, Just say that. Just say that. Say open. Yeah. Or say it's complicated. Right. But right. I remember a guy trying to really come at me and put me down because I believed in monogamy and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not interested in, in sharing. I just don't do that. Oh, oh, you're a sister. And you know, that's not our culture. We didn't come. We came from Africa. I'm sorry. I'm from here. I was born in Connecticut. First of all, I'm just saying, 
Um, second of all, if I don't want to be in a relationship with a guy who wants multiple women, that's my choice. Third of all, right. um, you sitting here talking about, yeah, we can put all our money together. No, you need to be able to pay, pay everybody's bills. Because like I said, if I'm putting my money in the pot and she's putting her money in the pot and you're putting your money in the pot, that's two females that's putting their money in the pot against one guy. It doesn't make sense. Make mm. it make sense. Um, so that's just my whole thing on that. <laughs> yeah, it is a small business. That's an LLC right there, okay? <sighs> and depending on how many women you get, you may get a corporation. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> so I find that to be uh, very interesting. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break. It is 9 o'clock. I appreciate you guys rocking with us. Um, stay tuned. This is the Simply Brie and That B Show, and uh, we'll be right back. Support of people of color begins with support by people of color. Introducing Melanin People. Melanin People is a new innovative new social media platform people of color from all around the world. It's a place for us to interact, showcase our talents, express our passions, share our cultures, and do business, both locally and internationally. Download the Melanin People mobile app now. Connecting people of color. Guys, I am super excited because Never Quit, Stay Fit is motivational, inspirational, and all about encouragement. So guys, let's try it on. Listen, this shirt got me feel like I can get these guns right, okay? After being homeless this year due to a domestic violence situation, I feel like Never Quit is my middle name. But before... I can even get into the encouragement part of me getting where I needed to be. I had to start off with healthy eating. So this site is all about staying motivated, be encouraged, and being inspired just to be a better you. So guys, never quit, stay fit is definitely something I am all about. Check them out. All right, and we are back. And in case you guys are wondering, the website is neverquitstayfit.com. I know they don't mention that in the commercial, but that is oh. the actual website. What do you got Sorry. going on over there? It's that. Have I told you about my crackers yet? It's Black History There's these crackers. <laughs> There's these crackers. They're called oh. Crunch Master. Girl. Mm. Girl, okay. delicious. They're so addicting. Okay. So I was munching on that during the break. Like, yeah, eat fit. Yeah. <laughs> but these are, they're um, crunchy baked rice crackers. So they're not your average craft crackers. I believe they're gluten-free. Mm. Um, so, right. and they're like, they taste amazing with whatever you put on them. Plain, it doesn't matter. And they're um, multi-seed. So I'm into all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so I'm sorry. I couldn't control myself. And then I had to dig something on my teeth because, you know, I was a lady and I don't want to be with something in my teeth during the podcast. They're going to tell you about it. They're going to tell you about it. So, so yeah. Um, would you be someone in a lower pay range? So, like, let's say you were making 
we'll just throw it out there, $50 an hour. And a guy who is uh, making $20 an hour, do would you still deal with him um, despite his finances? Um, I don't feel that I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I have been in relationships where the person makes substantially less than me. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it's a situation where they're in a path where they're working their way up the pay scale yeah. um, ladder. But sometimes it isn't that. I've, I've been with someone that was an artist and he was managing going to school. He was managing having a telemarketing type job as well as doing his music, um, ghostwriting, doing a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but he always paid the bills. He would always take me out. Um, it, I never felt the brunt of whatever he was making. Mm-hmm. I only felt he always had it, meaning he, he got it. He, it's not something where whatever he made did not affect me in any way because he always found the means and the way to do whatever it is he wanted us to do. And we would travel, we went to Jamaica. I mean, I never had any issues with the fact that he made substantially less than me. Mm -hmm. Um, And those types of people, as long as I don't have to feel it, it's irrelevant to me. Um, It's irrelevant to me how much you're making or what your situation is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I've been in the situation too, where I've been with an athlete, um, who wasn't making a lot of money and his main goal was the whole, and he was a kickboxer. So it was the whole fighting and being a kickboxer. And, and also his situation was he made a lot less. He had come from another country. Um, he came with a sportsman's visa. But when we went out, I never had to pay. So again, it didn't affect me. So I don't think I would have any issue. Would I want to be super serious with someone and that's my situation? Well, I think at that point, it's going to affect our situation. And I'm going to feel resentful at some point um, when I'm always the one that has to pay for the majority of the bills, um, you know, go the extra mile, take us out, pay, pay for your clothing, pay for, you know, like everything that we want to do, because at that point I'm going to feel like, um, when is your situation going to change where I get to experience what you get to experience, which is somebody being there for you for all those things. Right. Um, cause you know, some people tend to take, some people tend to take that for granted mm-hmm. and use that as an excuse for just not wanting to have any drive. And what I, I can deal with the whole, you're an athlete, you're an artist, um, you know, you're some type of creative because I thrive on that type of drive and, and just being so 
passionate about what you do and all those things to me is exciting. And I actually am into all that. So I wouldn't have any problem with it until it becomes a problem. Like, I, like, I, I don't know if you understand what I mean. Like, it's not something where if it's not going to affect me, it, I'm really not going to have any say in it. I'm going to be as supportive as I can be for whatever it is you're doing, because that passion, that drive that you have for that, that thing, that that's why you don't make all this money. That's part of the reason why I'm so into you. Um, but the moment I see you might be taking advantage of the situation and maybe, you know, you're getting like job offers or opportunities and you're just choosing not to take it right? because to you, it's easier to just have me pay for everything. Oh no. That's yeah, not. Then that's when you are the, the, the scapegoat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, no. Yeah. Yeah. So I will agree with you. I feel like if, if you are able to pay your bills, if you are still able to take care of yourself, even though we're on two different pay scales, I mean, that's fine. We're just dating. We're, I mean, I mean, if anything, I'm going to encourage you to want to improve and want more. Um, equally yoked in finance. Yes, right now we are talking about in finances. Um, we've discussed the polyamory and monogamy um, uh, situations. So yeah, right now we're talking about in finances as well. Um, I feel like, will I forever be okay with you making less? I mean, if you're not putting forth the effort to want to make more, you're just content. I'm going to look at you crazy. Now I'm not going to say, I'm going to look at you crazy. I'm going to look at you. Though. I'm going to look at you like, like what's going on here? Especially if I'm always advancing in my career, mm -hmm. in my pay scale, if I'm always advancing and you're just, doo -doo 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 -doo, then no, yeah. um, you know. Or, you, or this, look. Video gaming. No, see, yeah, that's the thing right there. Like, okay, so if you have skills and you can actually make money from your skills, but all you want to do is play video games, nah, that's not going to work. Because now I just feel like I'm dating a grown boy. And yeah, no, that's not going to work for me. Um, but finances <laughs> are really too, too important unless we are talking about getting married, um, you know, mm -hmm. because I would like someone who is on the same level or or higher than me. Um, now, I'm not talking about like a six figure guy or anything like that. Um, but, you know, just just he's more um, established because then when you get with someone who's more established than you, it actually motivates you and pushes you to want to do more, to, to, to have that drive, to want to be um, successful and want to advance and want to challenge yourself. Um, so I feel like finances is very important because a lot of marriages are crumbling because of financial situations. Um, you know, you have- or the credit. Oh, Jesus. Okay, she ain't here cussing y'all. Hallelujah. Let's talk about the credit. Listen, I am an above average credit person. Listen, I'm so getting there. credit to me is a big deal because Listen. I had to repair my credit. Yes. Credit so to me, very important, very important. Getting with somebody. Wait, have you gotten with that guy that just doesn't care about his credit? 
Yes. Because that it situation. Looks, it makes me cringe. Like it does. Wait. So and then they want to use. Wait. Business. Then they want to use your credit. Wait. No. Your credit. No. We ain't doing that. No. No. Like, uh -uh. no hell no. Hell, hell to the no 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 no. We're not doing that. No. Because this is a thing. I remember. Ha, I'm not gonna say the person's name, and I'm gonna, not gonna give too many details. <laughs> but I remember someone actually coming to me. Upset. Yes, and I told you about this situation. When I finish telling you, you're gonna be like, I remember. Remember mm. when someone came to me and was like, they don't understand why people get all bent out of shape. Yes. And why they're not trying to help help them come back up by being a co-signer because their credit was bad, and that was in the past. First of all. What you do, whether it's in the past or not, how you handle your bills, how you hold yourself um, when it comes to accountability, that matters. Like mm -hmm. if you couldn't pay your bills, if you didn't find it to be important to pay your bills on time or in full or before it was considered late and it dinged you, if that's nothing to you, what are you going to do if I was a co-signer? And you have something that you didn't have to work for. Like, no. So I'm not a fan of someone who just looks at their credit like it's disposable. Because mm -hmm. we're approaching a time where your credit is your word. Like, mm -hmm. I myself, when I was 18, I had bad credit. And that's because my mom had put a bill in my name. And it was a light uh. bill. And it went to collection. So, you know, I already was just trying to repair myself coming out. Um but now at 38, listen, I'm like, I get money, I'm putting it on credit cards. I'm paying stuff off. I'm that utilization, oh, we got to get that down. And then I'm monitoring the changes in my credit score. Like almost right. every day, I'm like really, really, really looking at it. And it's interesting because when you get older, things like that become more important to you. Like not going out and splurging and buying this and buying that is oh, no, let me pay my bills. Yeah. You know, yeah. it makes the world of a difference. And and to say, hey, I have good credit. Yeah. Like, like, you don't know, like, when your APR is low as hell for your car, like, your credit cards, your APR there is low as hell. You're like, I've come a long way. So a guy with some bad credit, I can help you yeah. get your credit. Or a woman. Together. Or, or woman. a woman, Bree. There's women out there, too. Listen, with poor credit that's looking for a cosigner. I had to tell my brother. Mm -hmm. my, bro my brother said, and I had, to, I had to really get on him. He said his credit score was like 740, 750. And he said, I won't mm -hmm. date nobody with a credit score under 500. I said, 500? <laughs> Listen, with a 740, 750, you better not date nobody under seven. The fuck? Um. Because, cause listen, you got a credit score of 500 and you you dating somebody with a 740, 750, they see cosigner. That's all they see. Cosigner. Hmm. No. Um, I, I, that's pretty low. <laughs> uh, girl, just imagine it get down to three. I'm trying to think like when my situation was different and it was when I was younger as well, because when I was younger, I... I didn't see the importance 
as far as credit than either, which is why eventually in my 30s, I ended up having to, you know, buck up and decide, all right, this is something that I want to repair it. And, and by the time I'm 40, I want to be in a completely different type of situation. Yeah. Um, it wasn't all on me. I did have somebody that stole my identity. They, um, they were using a similar social than what I had, and they had a similar name. Um, when I called the credit companies and, you know, the Experian, like all them, they all told me, yeah, this is actually the situation. So they're aware that their bad credit items are getting posted on your report because they're aware that it's going under your social. Um, obviously, if you're out there getting items and it's not your credit, it's my name, not yours. But because her name was similar, since my name is Betty, there's different aliases for the name Betty. Even though our last name was completely different, since she was playing with my social, um, the, I guess, companies she was going to, and then one of them was even a hospital, um, and all this was going on in California, and I've never lived in California. I had to open up um, cases with all the credit companies. I had to flag my um, my like uh, my social, my address. I had to flag everything, and I was in a situation where, for a long time, I didn't use my credit. Everything I did, I did it in cash because I was determined to make sure that a she didn't have access to any of my information or my credit wow. and and b to then repair the credit that i had because mm -hmm. i did get to a particular point where i was like uh disputing things and they would just either take long or not remove it mm -hmm. um you have to be pretty aggressive with that also because of that situation and what i went through i had been a sucker and co-signed for other people in the past because I wanted to Hold do on. for them what Hold I on. felt nobody did for me. For those who are viewing in the live chat, have you ever or would you ever co-sign for someone whether they're related to you or not? Okay, go ahead. Yes. And um, it never ends up good. Uh, the last person I had to do that with was actually my ex-husband. And I actually only did it because he was my ex-husband. And the good thing about that is that since it is his vehicle, he is very determined to make sure that he makes those payments. And I haven't had an issue with that in that aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, but the other situation I had, oh no, that it was a shit show and it was horrible. And I remember feeling like, how could you do this to me? It's something where this person, it seemed like, and this was after a while, um, when they started to show themselves and show how they really just didn't care about what was going on. And they they seem to always be like one up on me on what was going on. And I started to realize, oh, this is what you do. Mm -hmm. This is actually your thing. This, this is why you know all this stuff and why you're always one step ahead 
because you've clearly done this in the past. And it taught me. And, you know, after that is when I finally repaired my credit and I really put my, you know, myself to the fact that even if it's a situation where I'm going to help out somebody like that again, I'm going to make sure that I'm never so behind that it's going to affect me the way that it did when that happened to be before. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to let it be where um, it's going to damage my credit so much that it's going to bring my score so low. I'm going to make sure that I'm doing well enough where I can manage making sure that it's never going to be that bad. Um, and this person, honestly, they didn't care, Brie. They saw that I was going through hell and they really just didn't care. Like I said, it seemed like it was their thing. Would I advise anyone to do that? Definitely not. It's definitely taught me my lesson. Um, but it also has taught me that, you know, and I think we've discussed this too before, not everybody has my heart. Not everybody has the type of morals that you might have. And some people are just out there to do nasty to other people and to take advantage of other people's kindness. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's taking me all these years now to be 47 to realize this, but you know, you live and learn. Would I recommend somebody doing that though? No, don't. Queen says, um, isn't it? Have you ever had like a parent do that? Well, yeah, my mom. Or do you there. know? I I know plenty of people that have had it yeah. done to them. Um, I've had it done to me. Um, hold on, let me. I want to address what Queen says. Queen says I have, and he was responsible, but I'll never do it again because even if y'all break up, you will still need to speak with them regarding the card because your name is on it. Thank God he paid it off, <laughs> right? It's my current situation. It's- my current situation. I'm not with my ex-husband anymore, and he still has that car, and he's still paying it. And until he pays it off, if we ever need to, <coughs> excuse me, if we ever need to discuss it, <coughs> it's like why? Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Um, I so I, I have not co-signed for anybody. Um, I treat my credit like my baby. Um, I'm sorry. I ain't got it. Um, find somebody else. I mean, it can be the only one that I would probably co-sign for is my son. Like that's it. Not even my spouse. Like, I'm sorry. Um, I can help you get your credit up to par, but I'm not about to put my name on somebody else's bill, somebody else's item. If it's to that point, then I feel like you need to question, do you really need it? Um, because there's other ways of of getting certain things, like, like cars. Um, do you need a car with a car payment? Or can you get a used car? There's buckets out there. I mean, it may not be what you want, but guess what? It's going to get you to and from. I, I feel like a lot of people live beyond their means and they go through situations True. that are unnecessary. Um, like, for example, I was like sitting here like, you know what? Um, okay. Okay, Queen, that makes sense. She said, to be fair, they co-signed on each other at that time. Okay. So that okay. right here, I get that. That's mm-hmm. a fair exchange. Um, um, yeah, I was sitting here like, I want a new car. My car is a 2018. 
I want a new car. And it's like looking at all the other cars, it's not like my car. Like, I love my car. My car is sporty. I absolutely love it. So it was like, that's an unnecessary bill that I was looking to take on. Like, I already have a bill. So do I need it? No, there's nothing wrong with mine. I just want it. And it's like, you got to have self-discipline even with yourself where just because you can get it doesn't mean that it's good for you. And just because you can get it at that moment doesn't mean that you're going to always be able to afford it at that moment. So um, like I said, even when it comes to cars, if you're married or if you're in a super, super duper committed relationship where your partner is willing to give you a kidney or something, an organ, oh, wow. then- wow. Um, Not I, a kidney. <laughs> a whole kidney, okay? Left one, right one, which one you want. Um, then I would really think twice about co-signing um, because it's, it's going to fall back on you. Y'all may be yeah. good during that moment, but you may not always be good. And yeah, you want to be yeah. optimistic, but you also want to be realistic at the same time. You want to think this through. Mm-hmm. That's just like someone asking you, "Hey, can I put my car in your name so you can so I um, I can get better insurance?" Hell no, you can't put your mm-hmm. car in my name. I can't register your car for you because guess what? Yeah. If something happens, it's coming back to me. Right. Why can't it come back to you? We need to question these things. What's wrong with you? Where? You can't put a car in your name. Oh, you don't have a, uh, you have DUIs and stuff. Okay, well, that's not going to stop you. Apparently, it's not going to stop you. So I think just thinking things through when it comes to um, even co-signing for someone who is or is not related to you. Um, So the last thing that I, I definitely wanted to bring up is the broken shells, right? Broken shells. When I say broken shells, red flags. When you are trying to date someone who is equally yoked to you, what are, let's say, your top three flags? So we got like seven minutes, six six minutes left. Top three red flags when trying to date someone that's on the same level as you. And they don't have their own place. Mm-hmm. They don't have their own transportation and they do not have a job. Mm. <laughs> that explains why they ain't got their own place and they ain't got no transportation. They ain't got no job. Top three. Okay. Okay. Um, Top three. Yeah, I would I would yeah, if you ain't got no job, that's 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 a broken shell right there. I can't help you there. If you ain't got no job. Um if you don't have a place, yeah, that's another one because like <laughs> That's gonna make me wonder, like, are you where with, you staying? Are you with <laughs> me for me? Or are you trying to get with me because I got a warm sofa? Thank you, Queen. Um, because yeah, I got thank a warm you. sofa, like it really makes you question people's intentions. Like, yeah, especially if they're trying to fall in love real quick. Like, no, you're trying yeah. to fall in love because it's only 20 degrees outside and you ain't oh. got nowhere to go. And I mean, and I'm never thinking, I'm never thinking that this is even like a possibility. I know it is. I know it is. But in my mind, I'm never thinking I'm going to meet a guy and and this is like what his ulterior motive is. I'm thinking, you know, how how Betty thinks, which is, 
I don't want someone to do for me. I want to be able to do for myself. So the fact, and then, and then, and, and I'm not, you know, as we were saying earlier, this is not to come down on men, but in my experience, in my experience, I have to say with men, I'm sure men have this situation with women yeah. as well. Yeah. Paying bills. Um, <clears throat> right. Which I know some women, especially being Cuban, <laughs> that their mentality is, oh, no, no, no. Even if I work, you have to do for me. Um, you have to buy me everything. Uh, I'm not going to work. What I can do is I can clean the house. I can do all the uh, things that I'm supposed to do um, where I am bringing to the table for you, but definitely not in a financial form. Right. Um, and that is, you know, kind of like the norm. Um, and I also have met some of my friends here in Miami where they are with the their male counterpart. Uh -huh. um, this male is busting his butt to support him, her, and sometimes children when she can go get a job, but she's like, no, I don't want to get a job. Or if she does get one, that money is strictly for her and her nails and her hair and for her mm -hmm. clothes. And, but he's still expected to be the one that is supporting the family. Right. I yeah. personally grew up in a household where it, where it was 50, 50. Yeah. So <laughs> I never, I never experienced a time period where my mom was without a job and my dad had to support her for months on end right. or vice versa. Yeah. There was times I think like when my dad got injured and he hurt his back one time where he couldn't work, but there was still money coming in. And as soon as my dad, because that's just, that was his ego. Mm -hmm. As soon as he was able to get up and work in pain and he all, he did so. Right. But yeah. because he was like, I can't let my wife be the one that is handling all this. Mm -hmm. He saw something with that. So in yeah. my mind, that's the way a relationship should be. And I think there's nothing more empowering for me than to see a man that is willing to be by my side and not necessarily pick me up and do everything for me, but to encourage me and, and show me and tell me like, Betty, you got this. Mm -hmm. You could do everything I can do. You could do it just as well. And the fact that you're both on that same level on a equally yoked situation, mm -hmm. I think there is nothing more beautiful in a relationship. Yeah. Um, I That's don't know as far as financially, but I love to use Beyonce and Jay-Z as an example. Right. When they yeah. walk in, they're a power couple. No matter, I, I don't even know what their pockets are like or what their finances are like or whatever. But when they walk in, they both demand respect. They both are on the same level as far as the way they are seen by everyone. But and because, their ambitions. They both came in already successful. That's the thing. Yeah. And that's the important part. And, and that's why we're having this discussion on equally yoked. They both came uh -huh. in already at the top. So if you're already at the top, you can only go higher, like together. 
But mm-hmm. when you come in and it's like this, it's like you have to sow into this person to bring this person up to where you are so that you can then go up. And nowadays, not too many people are willing to do that. If they are, then they really see something in you. So it's important that if you are down here, you get your stuff together before you start going out into the playing field trying to talk to people up here, okay? You may may, may want to start talking to people that's right across from you and y'all both come up. But people are greedy. People are selfish. People feel like, oh, well, no, I want... I want somebody that making 10 times the amount that I'm making. And that to me is selfish. That's selfish. And, mm-hmm. and you know, if someone does entertain you, then that's what they want. Um, the interesting thing, right? Um, and then we can wrap up. The interesting thing, and Queen, I seen your message. We will definitely talk with you about coming on next week because next week is going to be a good one. Um, it's so interesting for those of you who are not in Atlanta, and I'm sure if you're in a major city, I'm sure you guys experience this too. There is actually a thing where people are living in the storage rooms, like public storage. They are renting a storage room and they actually have a cot. They have blow up mattresses. They have um, bunk, but they have, they're living in there. Like when you move out and you put your clothes and your furniture and stuff in storage, they're actually living in there. And I mean, it's, it's amazing because some of these people are on dating sites. Like you won't know their living situation unless they tell you, or unless someone knows them tells you. I was saying, I was telling this to the barber a couple of weeks ago when I was getting my hair cut. He was like, you're lying. And I was like, I promise you. People are living in storage units. And the barber next to him was like, oh, yeah, me and my homeboys was moving his sister in. And there was a storage room right next to where we was putting the stuff in. And I heard music. So I looked down. He said, you know, I'm nosy. So I looked down because they had it partially open. And he said it was somebody laying in the cot. They had a little light. They had music playing. They were just enjoying themselves. And it's like, that's what people do. So, like, now imagine someone, like, someone that is in that circumstance in the dating field, out here trying to date. Like, Hmm. I feel like there should be restrictions to dating. And this is just me. Um, I feel like if you are not capable of taking care of yourself comfortably, you shouldn't be dating. You And if you got kids... You should not be there. You should be focusing on getting your situation to the point where it's no longer a concern or worry. Um, but I feel like it's adding pressure, unnecessary responsibilities on somebody else who ends up dating you. Because if they're a nice and nice-hearted, warm person, they're gonna want the best for you. So they're gonna pay your bills or they're going to take care of you or they're going to do whatever they can to help improve your situation. Um, I just feel like there should be requirements to this. So next week, um, the 10th, make sure you guys come back. The topic is going to be social media influencing relationships. Um, That's going to be a doozy. So if you know anyone who has had a situation um, developed from social media um, or 
if you've had, and I have a story, and I'm gonna tell it. I'll, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, not gonna tell it now, but it's basically someone that I worked with. I found her husband on a dating app. Wow! And, and it was so current that the pictures that was in his profile was when they had recently just came back from their honeymoon. Oh my god! So, <laughs> uh, social media uh, and its influence on relationships. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit the notification bell. Um, you can find us on, of course, social media. Betty, I'll go ahead and <laughs> let you, um, you know, inform the people how they can find you, where they can find you at. And um, yeah. So, okay. I'm so full screen. Boom. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This is definitely <laughs> all of me. Um, so yes, where you can find me is on Instagram and my handle is that underscore B74. Um, that full handle because I mm -hmm. actually discussed it with Bree that I was just telling people that B74 or that B before and come to find out, I located that there's other people with a similar handle. So that underscore B74 on Instagram and then here on YouTube on Thursdays, 8.30 to 9.30 on the He Said What Network for the Simply Brie at That B Show. Yes. Um, I am currently doing a live um, on sporadic dates, um, no specific actual days of the week um, where I'm having conversations with uh, certain people that I might know. Most of them are creatives. Um, some of them are gonna be from Club Quarantine and um, some of them are not. But that's pretty much where you can find me. And I also do wanna say, you can also locate me on um, Twitch at times. I am also part of the community for DJ Maceo, which is the dugout. So at times I'm in there in the chat and having conversations with everybody. Um, and I believe my handle is the same as what it is, um, that underscore B74 on Twitch as well. Um, but I think that's it. Um, I don't give my Facebook out to anybody. <laughs> that is funny. Okay, perfect. Um, and then as far as myself, you guys know me, I am simply Brie, S-I-M-P-L-E-E, Brie, B-R-E-E. -E. You can find me all across social media. Just Google simply Brie and it'll pull up the platforms. Um, I am actually going to be starting a segment, um, on YouTube. And this is actually, it's a quick segment is to, um, bring awareness to businesses, small businesses, so if you have a business and you want to have um, your business mentioned um, or shown on the network, make sure that you hit me up on Instagram at underscore simply Brie underscore, or you can hit me up under the uh, network, which is going to be, he said, what network I will be, um, you know, giving out more information on social media very shortly in regards to that. Please make sure that you are following the network. He said what network? Um, the YouTube page. But we also have um, the 
um, YouTube page for the just relationships. So it's actually going to be, he said, what relationships. And so if you are interested in just learning about different angles, different perspectives on how people communicate, then this is actually going to be the platform for you. If you are interested in being a part of the show, definitely hit us up and um, we'll talk about getting you on as a guest. And most importantly, this is what I need from you guys. If you have been a guest on the show or if you have watched any of these episodes and you feel like these episodes have helped you in any way, even if it's just understanding the thought process of what goes through the head of heads of men or women, um, please send me a message. Let me know that it's working. Let me know what topics you feel are important that you'd like for us to talk about across the network. And don't forget, we have a spiritual guides show, which is on Sundays, Let's Connect with P's Intuition. She is doing oracle readings and intuitive readings every Sunday between 1130 and 12 in the morning. Mondays, we have Simply Sports with RG and One Mike. They are giving you nothing but entertainment, okay? They are going over stats. They're going over the uh, predictions. They got the Super Bowl coming up. So there's so many things. Plus, can't forget Micahisms. You have to definitely come for Micahisms. And that's on Mondays. And then Tuesdays, we have He Said What, which is uh, when I actually interview Mel Holt. Um, oh, Mel guest, I was going to say host, a male guest. And I asked some questions in regards to the black community and, you know, just from their personal perspective. And then Wednesdays, we have She Said What with Alan Newman Jr. And that show is the sister show. So that's when we have our black women come on and, you know, we ask them the same questions, black and Latina, Hispanic, um, we ask them the same questions as well. Both shows start at 8 p.m. until 9. And then we're back again for Simply Bree and That B. So please make sure that um, you guys are locking in, letting us know, do these episodes work for you? How do they help you with your relationships? How does it help you with your communication? Um, feedback is definitely very helpful. So with that being said, I am going to bring it back around and um we appreciate you hear me munching yeah i had to mute you Um, i'm sorry (laughs) we're gonna bring it back around they're crack they're crackers crackers i can't help it it's like you're there and and they're like talking to you like betty (laughs) don't do it betty don't do it so thank you guys once again for checking in with us and showing us the love and interacting with us. We appreciate it. And um, I hope that you guys have a wonderful evening. You stay safe. You stay warm. And most importantly, you stay loved. So yes. until next time. Be bye kind guys. to everybody and to each other. Yes. Adios, Peace. amigos. Bye. Bye.